Welcome to the Life Next Level podcast, a short and informative podcast in which we'll discuss topics to help you with personal growth, mindset, motivation, productivity, inspiration, and even a good dose of health and nutrition. Sometimes a few of my awesome friends will join me to discuss a topic. Others, it may just be a couple of us, and yet others, it may just be me and you going through some of my articles and blog posts because, let's face it, friends are only friends until they have a happy hour that's more important than podcast night. No matter the format, each episode is designed for you to take just 10 to 15 minutes out of your day to live your life next level. I know, cheesy, right? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Life Next Level podcast. It's your boy, Ethan, here. Got my friend, Jay. Jay, how's it going? It's going great, man. It feels so good to be back doing this again. Back at it again with the podcast. We are. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a little bit, huh? Yeah, man. It's been it's been a good month. And I know we just talked about it on the other episode, but man, I, I miss this stuff. Um, I, I miss just getting together and talking about it and, you know, talking about personal growth stuff and hopefully helping people along the way. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, me too. I always, uh, I, uh, not as if I don't expect us to have good content, of course, but <laughs> every time that we talk, even when we know what the topic is going to be, which is, you know, every time after we talk for a little bit, I'm always pleasantly pleased and surprised that uh, the direction it goes. So for sure. Yeah. I missed the missed the good positive growth banter. So, yeah, absolutely. And like, I feel like I take a lot away from it as well. Just having the conversation with you about these topics. Like I take stuff, good stuff away from it. I mean, I could talk about personal growth all damn day, every damn day, really. Um, I kind of do. <laughs> yeah, 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 man, it's crazy. Like, I know we were talking about it. Like, I've been traveling a lot. Like, I feel like I've gotten away from everything that I've built up over the last, like, two years. Like, I haven't didn't, didn't do the podcast for a month. Didn't write any personal growth articles for, like, a month. So I'm just hopping back to that. And I guess, like, I beat myself up over it a little bit. But it's okay, you know? Like, yeah. you can take a break from that stuff. You don't have to keep on going all the time. So... Exactly. I think the only thing that really sucked is like it was not it was not a relaxing vacation at all. So like I came back and I needed a vacation from the vacations. Yeah. That I was taking. Right. Um, but yeah. But yeah. Either way, it's good to be back. Good to be back to some kind of normality and, and, and digging back in on the stuff that's important to us. So. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. And I, I feel you, you know, when you're talking about how tough it can be when you have a break in the momentum and how that can contribute to being like, oh, you know, OK, how do we get it started back up again and, and whatnot? And, and yeah, but you're right. It is it is OK. And it, almost sometimes I think it's helpful, just like we were talking about how, you know, there's a lack of working out for a while, too. And I think when I first realized that if I would that when I stopped judging myself for the times where I wouldn't work out for a little bit because I knew that my programming was going to be to at some point go right back into it, that that's when I really started to feel like it was a relationship that I had. It was, a, yeah, it was a good relationship that I had with it. Cause I, you know, I, I know I'll always adopt and not adopt, adapt to whatever the scenario is because of appreciating it. So I feel like it's the similar thing with the, the projects that you got going, you know, yeah, I get that same way with working out too, man. If I don't work out five to six days a week, I, I, I get really down on myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind, kind of easy to do, I guess. Um, I'm sure I'm sure our listeners, and that happens to a lot of people out there too. Um, right. But you all deserve a break sometimes, so it's okay. Take a break. You know? it's, a, it's always, I think that's a lot of times why people quit what they're doing, you know, like quit working out or quit 
coach going into their coaching sessions because like they fall off one or two days and then they beat themselves up over it. And then, and then they're like, well, why even do it today? Because I missed the past two days and I've been eating like shit. So, um, you know, and then it just spirals and then they just never do it again. Exactly. So you have to be okay. Just, just know you're going to jump back on that particular horse, uh, the next week or the next day or whatever it is. And you just have to be okay with that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's super true. It really is. So I noticed something what, like, uh, why does it say on your blackboard behind you? It's party time. Cause it's making oh, me want to party. You want to party? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I started teaching some rowing classes that, uh, I have an erg now for, you know, have you used ergs before? It's, it's just a, the name for the rowing machine, right? Uh, okay, yeah. you can see it in the corner actually. Uh, oh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I got hold of, of a erg. And so for the virtual classes to set the tone for my clients, I like to indicate to them that it's party time on the board. So if they ever forget while we're working out, they can just look at that and know that it's party time. And so we can keep going, you know, I like it. I like yeah. it. So how do you, how do you, how do you do that? Like, so you have the rowing machine or they, are they in a gym or something that you're, no, it's all virtual. It's all, they are pretty much the whole pandemic. That's what I have been doing is, uh, people are i teach us like a strength training class which is a lot of you know lighter free weights and and body weight stuff and then that rowing class and then i just put the camera on me and uh and everybody else some people will leave their camera on and some people will turn it off and then it's kind of just a live workout video so So do these i guess my question was like so these people must have a rowing machine in their house then yeah well so this is uh this is all people that that worked with me at the rowing studio that i that i worked at i got you so okay. they a lot of them are enthusiasts per se and so they have uh they have them but it's kind of surprising how many people actually have herbs and it was hard to get a hold of them for a while because i think same I with their fitness implements they got snacked up, snapped up so yeah yeah i think it's a good alternative to a i think it's better than a treadmill myself and so and there's a good yeah. number of people that have them so yeah um yeah, that's cool, man. Are those are those expensive? They can be. They're they're, they're like some that are probably two grand, and some that are you know fifteen to a thousand. But I feel like you can get some used ones for maybe you know seven hundred or okay. less. But uh, they can take wear and tear, kind of kind of you know regularly. So yeah. So but I have the uh, I had the same thing during the pandemic because you know obviously I lived in Thailand for a while, but I always bring. Um, I mean, I had a gym membership there, but I always bring the, um, um, shoot the, not the pulleys, but like the, the resistant bands, I guess. Oh yeah. Sure. You know, the handles. I mean, you can do, you can do a hell of a good workout in that. So I bring that wherever I go. Well, I was coming back from Thailand and I had so much stuff. I'm like, you know what? I've had this for like four years. I'm just going to leave it behind and oh, get a new one. All yeah. sold out. All sold out everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't freaking find them. No, so, no. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a huge gym advocate, but it's just nice sometimes. Like if you go to a hotel, you got, you got resistant bands. You can do any workout you want. Exactly. Yeah. So it's nice. sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely nice to have the mobile, mobile option. Yep. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's party time. What are we talking about today? Party man? Time. Uh, yeah. What are we talking about? So we're talking about a failure that you have experienced that helped you grow or that you ultimately appreciated. Maybe if it was after the fact, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, 
this always brings me back to a quote that I heard, and I heard it from Tim Ferriss, but I mean, I, I don't think he coined it or anything. I, I don't know where it came from exactly, but um, I feel that a lot of times, you know, people go through a tough time, and then a few years later, they're able to look back on it and say, you know, that happened for a reason. Um, and it's kind of the, the, the quote is, sometimes life takes something you want in order to give you something you need. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just going to jump right in and I'll just say like one of, one of my biggest things was, uh, and I mean, I think I've talked about it before. I've definitely written about it before, but, um, I had a girlfriend when I moved to Hawaii, she was going to come later in the year. Um, I got us a place and then she didn't come. <laughs> um, and uh, what's super messed up is broke up with me over text message. That's oh, oh no. Talk about a sting, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Halfway around the world and pretty much by myself. And then, uh, yeah, she ain't coming. So coming. that was really hard, though. And the reason I bring that up as a failure is because obviously looking back, like there, there's we had a good relationship and, and whatever. But I mean, there is I had my faults in that relationship, too. Um, so. That's why I view that as a failure. But but I will say that, that that really thrust me on the path I'm on because I was, I, you know, I had a nine to five job or, I, you know, I was working 60 hours a week, wasn't happy um, with it. You know, it was a good job, but I just wasn't happy. And uh, that really made me actually I got a life coach for the first time and that made me kind of sit back and evaluate my life and just say, because sometimes, you know, you're not happy, but you just keep putting band-aids over it. So, um, and I think a lot of people do that. They're not super happy with their jobs and that's, that's fine. You know, you don't have to love every moment, moment of your life, but they're not really happy with their life. And they put band-aids over it by getting in other relationships and by moving and by, you know, whatever it is, they just keep slapping band-aids over these wounds, but they never heal. And so I was able to, I took like two years and I just kind of looked internally. I got a coach. I started reading a lot of personal growth stuff and that's hundred percent why I'm doing what I'm doing right now because I got helped so much, but I realized that it wasn't just that it was, it was, it wasn't just the relationship that I was, that I was miserable about like at once it was over. Um, it was, it was the whole last five years. I'm like, what the hell was that? Have, what, what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm just not happy personally. Um, and so I was able to take that. And my move to Hawaii, which I guess I could also consider a failure because while Hawaii is beautiful, it just was not for me. That job was not for me. Um, and I kind of spun that into what I'm doing right now. And, uh, you know, over the course of years and years, of course, um, yeah. kind of built up into what I'm doing now. And now I'm actually I think I always had um, I've always wanted to help people, which is why I went to NASM in the first place and probably why you did as well. I wanted to help people. I, I was a huge fan of working out and I thought people could be healthier. So I wanted to help people that way. Um, now I've kind of branched that off into the personal growth aspect. Um, but yeah, so I would say like those, while it was like probably one of the hardest six months of my life, um, it happened for a reason. I look back and I know I wouldn't have been happy in that relationship. I wouldn't have been happy if we were in Hawaii right now. <laughs> um, so sometimes as hard as things are at the time, if you can think about like other situations that you were in previously where you were miserable for a little while, but then look back on it and say, Hey, look, it actually ended up better this way. Um, that will help you sometimes even get through some of those rough times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's, 
that's the failure I'm going to share today. It's good. It's a good share. Uh, Thank you, Ethan. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I feel you, man. I feel you. I, th- I think for me, one of the big things, uh, I, I went to college for three years and then I just stopped going. Uh, and, and I didn't, I just stopped. I, I didn't like, didn't go through any of the, you know, whatever. And it, it was all, it was almost fun for me at the time to just kind of bail and feel like, Oh, you know, I'm playing extended hooky. And, uh, yeah, but, and I didn't even, you know, at the time when I stopped going, I didn't even, you know, I don't know, my, you know, I, it, it didn't feel like doing the work was t- terribly hard or challenging, not trying to toot my own horn. I'm just saying that it, it wasn't about, me failing at the classes, I just didn't want to go anymore and wasn't digging it. And, uh, and so it felt kind of, it always felt, but my main point is first of all, that, uh, at first I didn't really perceive it like a failure. It didn't feel like a failure. It felt like a win. It felt good. I was glad that I decided to, to bail if I didn't want to, but then it definitely after a while, I think, and kind of low key, I don't think I super noticed it, but I definitely felt worse and worse about myself for doing that. Cause after I stopped uh, going to school, I was, a, I was a traveling uh, outdoor lighted sign salesman for a couple months. And, that didn't work. and uh, you know, I, uh, I did landscaping for a long time, which was a great job. And it was really uh, good, just a good job. And I liked it and, and whatever, but it was easy to start to feel, I was just kind of like, oh boy, am I just gonna? I don't know. And there were plenty of times where I was just like, did I peak in high school? Is that it? Is that, <laughs> is that yeah. and nothing wrong with doing labor or whatever or anything? But just I didn't feel very hyped, and I didn't feel very cool about what I was doing. And it got progressively felt more like that the further away that I got. And then after a while, I always felt so kind of stupid for going for three years without much of a plan. And then it just felt like I flushed me money that, that yeah, you could have, could have whatever. But the reason why it ultimately doesn't feel like a failure is because that was the same after I had done landscaping for a while and whatever, I, I had a, a girlfriend at the time who sent me a certification class, you know, possibility for personal training and stuff like that. And then I found NASM as an alternative to that and did that. And that's when I went to MPTI. And so basically leaving school, not finishing school was what show what solidified, I think, my path of not doing things super traditionally as far as, you know, jobs are concerned and focusing more on, yeah, just making stuff up on my own and so um yeah and so i really ultimately appreciate you know i wouldn't have connected with you i think if i had continued to go to school i wouldn't be with my wife i wouldn't have my family right now whatever i'm sure and and uh and so it's just it was important to to do and yeah so so i think that's an interesting piece too is that sometimes the failures that you perceive they can like they can it, sometimes it'll feel like a success, and then all of a sudden you'll be like, wait, that wasn't a success. That was actually a failure. That was terrible, and it'll go back and forth. So, so yeah. Yeah, yeah it's interesting that you say that. I have heard that um, about going to school from multiple people, about, like, they, they quit, they dropped out, they didn't like what they were going for, and then they went and did their own thing, and they couldn't be happier about that decision. Though at the time, it had to be a very difficult decision and, like, very mentally hard to, like, say, well – 
because we're we're ingrained. It's ingrained in us. Like we have to go to school. You have to go to school. Get get a degree. Do this. But the world isn't that way anymore. Um, and it, it, every year now, it's getting further and further from that. You can find any any course you want online. Um, you know, the, the the biggest thing with that is a lot of a lot of bigger corporations still require a four year degree, which don't even get me into that whole thing because. Um, I can find people out there that don't have a four-year degree in, in like marketing that are way better than the person that just graduated from college doing it. But, you know, don't get me started there. Yeah. Um, but I, in, in no way am I telling people not to go to school, but, but there are alternatives. Right. Um, I, I couldn't be happier with mine. I didn't get a four-year degree and I couldn't be happier. Um, I'd be, so many people I talk to are miserable with their four-year degree and they're just, they're just in a job doing it because that's what they're supposed to do. I mean, I don't know. It just just doesn't seem great. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what it always felt like too. Is that for a lot of the stuff, it was just what a person is supposed to do. And nope. after a while, I felt just like, why, why again? You know, why is the what's the reason for us? You know, because because mostly it seems like it's to go in debt. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that's not that's the opposite of what I wanted. And so, you know, but yeah, but like you said, you know, nothing against it. And I think that I just I had no plan and I had whatever. And I'm sure that, you know, I'm not even maybe at some point I will go and do whatever. But mm-hmm. but under my own terms with a with a plan that I felt like I put together as opposed to, you know, whatever. But I'm with you, too. I think that, you know, I always I think you can learn so much from from the World Wide Web, you know, and so why not use that resource? Um, yeah, well, I mean, we talked about it before, too, like Udemy is one of them. Um, there's there's that other online course. Oh. Uh, one that you were talking about, I can't remember the name of it though. Oh, yeah, well, there's like you know, depending on, the, but Khan Academy and Coursera. Yeah, and yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. So I mean, you you can learn some. I, I have 30 courses on Udemy right now. Right. Um, you know that I've went through some of them. I, I mean, you can learn marketing. What, what do you want to know? Yeah, exactly. You only have deals and it's like ten bucks for the class, and it's just yeah. like straight up, like there's no fluff. This is you, you, you know, you learn everything you have to learn, and then you go do it. Exactly. That's the most important thing, and I think people. College doesn't teach you to go do it. <laughs> they give you all this these textbooks and they tell you all this stuff. So you're no more prepared in f- after four years of college than you are after taking one of those classes because you have to do it. Once you yeah. do it, that's when you learn. Exactly. Exactly. Because even us going to MPTI and doing the stuff that we would do in in that scenario compared to what training is like is, I mean, there are obviously similarities and you know these definitions and whatnot, but it's a whole different whole different field like you said mm-hmm. and and so yeah it's just important to that's you know like youtube university bro has all so much stuff that and you can yeah. watch people doing it you can watch people in the midst of doing it which is the best teacher so yep absolutely and that's i mean that's what i'm putting courses together for marketing and personal growth i'm putting two courses together that yeah, yeah it costs money but there's they're so jam-packed with information for some of the stuff you can get out there online for Twenty to a hundred dollars. It's insane the amount of information that you get in it for a hundred dollars. I mean, it's just it's just not so much. Okay, sure, it may seem like a lot, but when you realize you're getting a freaking education out of it, yeah, it's not that much money, you know. Yeah, yeah. So um, you can just learn anything out there. Not to not to just talk about schools and stuff, but right. Um, right. But yeah, it's it's interesting that you said that because I've heard that before from from people. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So anything else, anything else come to mind when we're talking about, uh, when we're talking about failures and how it helped us? I think the theme is, it's interesting to think of the lesson that comes from the, that's usually, or it can be the case always from any failure, right? Is, 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 Oh, okay. That aha moment or learning something. And so we've done episodes before on being afraid of failure or, or whatnot or doing whatever. And it's just so interesting from any angle that you describe it when, uh, you can be judgment free of the perceived failure and just watch it and learn it. Then uh, that can be so so such a such a catapult catalyst trampoline to where you do want to go. <laughs> well, and I think it's important to, to maybe sit back. So anybody listening to this, sit back and think about something that hurt a few years ago. Maybe it was a breakup. Maybe it was uh, you got fired from your job and it was hard for a little while. But then. You know, now that it's been like two or three years after and you look back on it and you say, well, actually, I'm glad it happened or it happened for a reason. Um, Again, you know, sometimes life takes something you want to give you something you need. Um, And that can be really important to realize because we're always going to be going through other hard shit. It's something else is going to happen that takes you down for a few weeks and it really hurts. Um, But if you can remember that the last time that happened, you know. Maybe it happened for a reason and things ended up better down the road because of it. It can kind of help you get through that a little bit and say, okay, like I know this hurts right now, but that doesn't mean it's, it's, you know, going to hurt in a few months or, you know, doesn't mean it's not the right thing to happen. Right. And so I think that can help people to get through um, difficult times sometimes too. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Yeah. I agree with that for sure. So um, that's all I got. There it is. Boom. It's party time. Party's over. Uh, (laughs) No, the party's always going. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I got nothing else. So uh, we can we can sign sign us off, man. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us this beautiful day. Hopefully beautiful day wherever you are. But uh, yeah, I'm Ethan. And I'm Jay. And uh, (laughs) we'll we'll, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, I hit the stop record button, but it's still recording. Thank you again for listening to the Life Next Level podcast, where my hope is simply to give you a little inspiration for the day by reading some of my articles or by having a conversation around topics like motivation, personal growth, happiness, or mindset, all to help you live your life next level. Thank you again, and I hope you have a great day.